0: On sales and visibility with proven mindset hacks and sneak peeks behind the scenes with what's working right now in the online space and in my business. Ready to make more money with heart? Let's go. It's actually kind of an impromptu live. I wanted to. Um, share with you guys, I've been getting some more questions in the last month around this topic of like bigger manifestations or bigger goals and being patient for these bigger goals to happen. And this is a conversation I've never had with you guys before. So I'm really excited about it you guys know one of the things that I was able to do in the last few years that I wrote my book on was not just take my savings account from zero to 20K to create stability for myself during my divorce, but also go from zero to 200K in savings. And you guys know I wrote my book on like zero to 20K because I think that's like honestly the hardest part, which sounds a little bit weird, but I've been getting a lot of questions lately on like, okay, Anna, but what about the like 20K to 200K? Like you're leaving that part out. And so- I want to talk about that. I want to talk about making bigger dreams than you thought possible happen. Um, This is also super timely conversation because you guys know I'm an escrow on a house, super excited and grateful for that. But that's something that took me about two years to manifest or call in on my vision board. I wrote that I wanted a house for me and my babies about two years ago. I did this at the start of 2021, right? And it's 2023. Yeah. So, two years and two months, right? So I want to talk about that because I think a lot of people, you know, see me in the online space and like, are like, wow, Anna, you accomplished so much so quickly. And, you know, in my book, I talk about really setting 90 days as a little marker to take action towards the goal. You guys know, I was able to fill my coaching practice in three months. A lot of things I was able to do quickly, but here's the thing. A lot of things take longer than 90 days. And I want to talk about that and what that looks like. And if you have these big dreams in your heart, in your life, first of all, I want you you to let me know about them, I want to hear what they are because even like saying them out loud, I think is such a powerful practice. But I want to let you know some of my best tips when it comes to making really, 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 really big dreams happen. Okay. um In many ways, you'll hear me say like it's almost this get going zero to 20K is the same process I did from 20 to 200K, but I have a few tips along the way too. Okay. It's just been really interesting because let me tell you a little bit of the backstory on on the house that I'm getting and then I want to dive just into some tips for you guys so I am so grateful that I, you know, I've been trying to kind of manifest a house for my kids and I for the past two years hasn't really felt like the right timing haven't really been in a rush but um, you know, basically have been working on it lightly for two years, getting pre-approved, looking at houses, meeting with different agents, like all of that stuff. Right. And then about two weeks ago, I was almost feeling like, okay, you know, you know, maybe it's going to be another six months. It was kind of feeling like that. It's going to maybe be another six months, but I wanted to keep it top of mind. So I brought it up with my coach a week and a half ago. Right. And I was like, you know what? I've been thinking about the house again. Um, You know, just holding it lightly, but this is something I'm really wanting. I don't know if it's the right timing. And we talked about it a little bit. And I kid you not, two days later, a house in the neighborhood I had been wanting popped up and put an offer on it. One day after it was listed, my offer was accepted two days after that. And like, here we are towards the end of escrow, right? Like, And I just want to say like, it can happen really fast, but also I have been working on this for two years, right? Before that, I had gotten pre-approved, before that I had house shopped, right? And so even though this house is happening really quickly, like in a two-week span, it really was two years in the making. And I really feel like that's not talked about enough in the online space. And we make ourselves wrong when things take longer than we'd like. And I just have so many tips for you around this, because I think this holds us back from our big whatever is your big, big dream that seems impossible, that you're telling yourself, this is taking too long to happen, right? Does that mean that this isn't meant to be? Does that mean there's something wrong with me? Like we do all of this questioning instead of really releasing and relaxing into our own divine timing and trusting that everything is happening at the perfect time. Now is the time I'm going to show up for it. And, um, Anyway, okay, so I have some tips for you, but I want you to let me know if you're listening or watching, what's a dream that's on your heart or mind, a big dream, a big manifestation that you wanna see happen next? Can you say it out loud? Can you own that desire? You guys know in my book, one of the first things I talk about is the power of deciding, is the power of owning. And I would say that's one of the big differences in manifestations that happen quick and long, right? I think about the things that I've manifested in like 90 days. Or less, and then I th- thought about the things that have taken like two years for me to manifest. And one of the biggest differences is in those longer manifestations, you have to kind of keep committing to the process. You have to recommit again and again. Um, and so I think that's something that I do really well is like when it's a like a more back burner thing that you are manifesting that's maybe going to take two years, five years, right? Being able to I've like, I wrote four tips for you, (laughs) but the first one is just really being willing to recommit, right? Because naturally we're human, right? And we're going to fall in and out of belief, right? Me and my girlfriends have these conversations just around like how short life is. Does anyone else have those conversations? Just like, I think as I get older, I'm just realizing like life is short, life is fleeting, like we're all going to die. And I know that that sounds fatalistic, (laughs) but I think it just really helps me realize like you know what, like, I'm just going to do my best for my time here on earth. I'm going to show up. I'm going to be consistent. I'm going to serve. And just, I'm really going to start to release all of the ego that gets in the way of us making our dreams happen faster, right? All of the ego that says, what will people think? You know, why haven't you done this already? Like all of that just needs to like die so that we can just show up and make our dreams happen faster, right? Okay, so a big part is as we're going through life and taking care of bills and errands and groceries and day jobs and children and, 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 right? A big part is getting recommitted to those long-term goals, right? when I coach my clients, I really depends on who they are, but a lot of times I'll encourage them to either think more in the future or be more present. I think we really need a balance in our life of being able to reflect on and learn from the past, being present in the moment and taking action here, but also thinking about the future and staying locked in on those future dreams and desires. And I want you to even reflect right now and ask yourself for me personally, AKA you, right? What is it that you need more of? Do you need to, Take a minute to pause and reflect on your past, whether it's like being proud of and celebrating something in your past that you accomplished, or maybe it's something traumatic that happened in your past that you need to heal from. I am all about focusing on the past, whereas it's holding us back from the present, right? Maybe for you, you're like, you know what? I'm so locked in the past or in the future that like, I'm not even enjoying my present. I'm not enjoying the now. I'm not like inviting my girlfriends out and like going out for dinner and seizing our present moment, right? And that can be so hard to be present when we're wanting to manifest big manifestations because we're so locked in on like what's next and taking action and like, We can fill our days and hours and forget to like show up for the moment. Forget to like walk down to the beach. I guess not all of you guys live at the beach. (laughs) Walk down to the beach and like enjoy that sunset. Enjoy dinner with hubby, right? can be so hard to slow down and be present. Some of you guys, though, need to get a grasp on the future, get bigger visioned on the future and sacrifice. And this isn't a very popular message in the entrepreneurial space, but here I am, I'm going to say it. We need sometimes to sacrifice our present pleasure for future gain, right? And what that means is I talk about this in the book, right? Really looking at what are the things that I can sacrifice and hold back? I think I talked to you guys about this. A big reason why I was able to manifest this house so quickly is because I was able to save up a lot of cash. And a big part of that was because I lived in a one bedroom apartment in San Diego with my kids for the last two years, right? And I'm a big fan of like really getting clear on like what luxury is for you, right? For me, I was like, there's certain things I'm not gonna cut back on. Number one, dancing. Number two, babysitting. Number three, laundry service. Number four. So I'm not, this isn't like a poor me situation, but like- It's okay to have some short term trade offs, some short term um, sacrifices for our future dreams and desires, right? Maybe you don't want to go to bed early, but you're like, ooh, that really is the rest that I need so that I can wake up early in the morning and work on my business, right? You guys know when I was starting my coaching practice, I got up at who knows what time so that I could do coaching from like 5 a.m. to 8 a.m. before I did my day job, right? And this isn't like sacrifice all of your pleasure and like, you know, Make yourself miserable, but this is some of us need to release some present pleasure for our future game, right? So I just think that's a good question to ask yourself on. Like, where, where do I need to focus more on in this next season? Is it past reflection? Is it future visiting? Is it being present, present, present and enjoying the moment, right? Even when we talk about our business, there are seasons to vision and to think ahead and to plan and to prepare and to batch content. And there are other moments where you need to show up in the present moment. And say, you know what? Yeah, I could do more planning and prepping. Yeah, I could do past reflecting, but you know what? All we have, all that's promised right now is our present moment. So I'm gonna show up for this moment. Whatever's right in front of me, whether it's like a stranger at the grocery store that needs a hug and a hello, right? Whether it's like self-care and we're like, you know what? My to-do list is about seven miles long, but what I really right need right now is a bath or a nap. Right. It's taking time to do that. And only you are going to know. And so I even encourage you to ask yourself, take a quiet moment and tune into your intuition and really ask yourself, what do I need more of? Do I need some time to reflect on the past? Do I need to like give myself a little booty kick and vision for the future and make some short term sacrifices so that I can have a future that I love? Or Do I need to focus more on the present? Do I need to give myself permission to dwell in this present moment and um, be here for that, right? So when it comes to like bigger long-term manifestations, I ask myself that question a lot, right? Because it's like, some of our goals are a sprint and some of our goals are a marathon. And I think the online space really glorifies the quick wins and the, the manifestations that happen overnight. Like I made X amount of money in so many days and blah, 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 which is great. Right. But I really think most things in my life or business that I have really wanted that I've seen come true are long-term manifestations. Right. So in my book, you guys know, I talk about taking action towards a goal for 90 days, but I also think it's important every 90 days to recommit and re Assess because here's what happens if there's a goal I'm working on hitting and I'm working on it for 90 days and it doesn't come true. Here's what I do I work on it for another 90 days. Okay. And that's like non sexy answer. And I think, you know what I mean? Like, I think we just need to, I, I'm a big fan of like committing for 90 days at a time because I think at that like 90 day mark, it's really helpful for us to assess. Right? Like, okay, I've been taking this one action towards this one goal for 90 days. How's that working for me? Right? One of a few things will happen. Number one, like it's going really well, but you haven't quite made the goal. Right? Then it's like, probably don't change up what you're doing. Just go for like another 15 days, go for another 30 days, go for another 90 days. Or you may be taking 90 days of action and you're like, clearly this is not working. I need to readjust my strategy. I need to readjust my goal, right? And that's where I think having a coach or a mentor or a therapist or someone in your corner who can speak truth to you can be really helpful because they can help reassess that and figure out is this a shift we need to make or is this just a matter of time? Because here's the unsexy truth some things take time. Some things take time, right? We live in a world of instant gratification where we're like, we posted one Instagram reel. Why am I viral yet? Why isn't my practice fully booked, right? Like, it's like, oh, you just you know, or I've done this before where I've been like, especially at the beginning of my business, I would launch a program and I would send out one email and no one would buy. And I'd be like, I'm screwed forever. Everyone hates me. And it's like, no, just no one saw it yet. Right. Or they're just now hearing about this. Right. And so I think it's just remembering that there's this essential element in manifesting our goals that no one wants to talk about. And it's just time. It's just time. It's just time. Things take time, right? From the moment that I was like, I really want to manifest this dream house, to when it happened, it took two years, right? And in the law, lo- in the big picture, that's really fast. Like as a single mama, I am proud of that. I am proud that I was able to manifest and afford a house in San Diego. You do not want to know what I'm paying for the amount of square footage, right? But I. I'm committed to being San Diego because it feels like my, my soul is at peace here. My soul is at rest. My family is here. It feels right and aligned to me, right? But in the short term, like let's say you're working on fully booking your coaching practice, right? And let's say it ends up taking two 90 day sprints, ends up taking six months. When you're in it, it feels like the longest time, right? But once you do it, right? it really 6 months of your life like what is that like 0.05% like you're fine you know and i really think it's just our ego that keeps us comparing ourselves in two ways we compare ourselves to other people but we also compare ourselves this is the kicker you guys to other versions of ourselves right maybe there was a time when you had more time or capacity maybe you have like a chronic illness now that you didn't have before maybe you have children that you didn't have before maybe you have other health challenge it like you know what I mean like we compare ourselves to other people other versions of us instead of really putting on those horse blinders and really asking ourselves I don't know I've never owned horses so I don't know if those are good or bad <laughs> but really comparing ourselves to ourselves our own path trying to like get a personal record on our mile instead of being like, oh, but Susie ran it at six minutes and I'm running my mile at seven minutes, right? Who cares? Who cares? Right? Okay. Anyway, back to the tips on the long-term manifestations. Okay. So, I think when I'm working on manifesting something bigger, one of my biggest tips is really making sure you're, again, balancing that present energy with the future energy and really oscillating between them. Asking yourself, like, am I enjoying my life in the present? Am I putting off fun, pleasure, happiness, peace for this future manifestation? Am I telling myself I'm gonna wait until I get the house, get the fully booked practice, get the husband until I'm happy and at peace? Because really manifestations work the opposite way around, right? We need to call in that energy and show up in the world and with our presence in order to manifest the thing faster. And I know that that's so annoying to hear, right? But I want you to ask yourself, When that big goal that I'm wanting to do, right, fully book my practice, buy the house, get the man, get the dream body, whatever it is, right? What am I telling myself that's going to be better about my life at that point? I'm going to be happier. I'm going to be less stressed. I'm going to be blah, 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 right? How can you work on embodying that now? How can you stop pausing your worthiness, your safety, your satisfaction, right? How can you allow yourself to feel some of that now? Um, and it really is balancing that present energy with the future energy. And I also call this like long-term versus short-term, right? And knowing yourself, if you're someone that is great at long-term planning, great at visioning, great at preparing, great at discipline, you might need to allow yourself to have a little fun and live in the present and like screw the to-do list and like, again, like take that nap, right? Or if you're someone that is really good at living in the present, you're really good at being spontaneous. You're really good at being like, screw the to-do list, let's go out for dinner, right? You might need to go to bed early, Give yourself some more discipline, right? Get into some practices, go out and exercise, right? And so it's really knowing yourself there. Um, But I really feel like for me personally, that's what helps me on some of my bigger manifestations is not pausing my life or putting off my pleasure. Like for me, a big part of my life and pleasure is dancing, and so, even though I'm working on these like bigger goals and manifestations in my life and business, making more money, signing more clients, right? Like manifesting the house, I'm not putting off my current pleasure. I'm still allowing myself to dance, but I'm not dancing so much that it's um, costing how I'm showing up for my bigger term goals. You get that balance, okay? Another thing—I mean, I mentioned this lightly, but I want to talk about it again with bigger goals and manifestations—is redeciding, recommitting even more, right? And so I talk about in my book, like getting the power of committing to something and deciding on something, not just like, Ooh, I really want this thing to happen, whether it's like fully booking your coaching practice, whatever it is, right. But really knowing in your bones that it's true. I shared with you guys this affirmation that has changed my life, which is my success is inevitable, right? Knowing that this thing that I want so deeply and badly, knowing that it's mine, knowing that I'm divinely supported in getting it and just really committing, not like, you know, really removing a lot of that doubt and removing a lot of that fear. Hi, Jamie, happy Tuesday. So, um, in the book I talk about four of the things I talk about are deciding, taking action, surrendering and releasing doubts. And when you have a bigger manifestation, it's just being willing to do that multiple times. Right. I think about over the last two years, as I've been working on manifesting the house, I've had to redecide and recommit to it probably like six different times, right? And for a lot of my clients that are working on getting fully booked in their coaching businesses, I see this for them. Will they're like sign their first client but then maybe they'll have like a little dry spell and they'll have to redecide again, right? Or maybe they'll get almost all the way to fully booked, but they're like two clients away from getting fully booked. And then they're like maybe gonna get distracted, but instead they have to decide again. No, I'm gonna get fully booked. No, I'm gonna get fully booked. And so I just wanna normalize that in a manifestation that's taking a little bit longer than you'd like, right? Another one for me just personally was like me really figuring out a good bedtime routine for my littles, right? <laughs> um, being able to recommit to that process, redecide, redecide, redecide um and being willing to keep taking action, being willing to keep surrendering. And as you um, get closer to making a manifestation happen, you'll notice that more doubts and more fears will pop up, right? sounds weird, but I noticed this popping up for my clients and I, right as the manifestation is about to happen, right? As you're getting really close to it happening, I find the most doubts come up because it feels real, right? You're like, yes, I want to be a fully booked coach, but also what if I get fully booked as a coach and I don't like it and I hate it. Like I hate my day job, right? Or what if I get fully booked as a coach and my clients are upset with me, right? Or what if I get fully booked as a coach and I'm not a good present engaged mama, right? I find that a A lot of times like those fears start to amp up in different times as we're making something happen, but especially towards that end, right? It can get more intense. And that's why having support from a coach can be so useful, but you can bring up the fears. I think we're so hesitant to bring up our fears and blocks because we're like, Ooh, then they'll come true. I don't want to say this fear because then it'll happen. Like I don't want to jinx it. Screw jinxing it. No, I believe that when we bring fears to light, uh, it allows them to like escape and get out of our system, right? It allows it like fresh air. And there's difference between like um having our fears and limiting beliefs and like discussing them all the time or journaling all the time or dwelling on them or being negative, right? That's different than allowing them to escape. I just like to think about our limiting beliefs as these like little butterflies, right? And they're like trapped inside and we just need to like allow them to release. We need to like give them light. We need to be able to say like, yeah, this is a really big thing you're doing. Being brave and putting yourself out there as a coach, buying a house, hiring, up like whatever it is, it's brave. It's scary. You're allowed to have beliefs. It's unknown. It's out of your control, right? It's new. And a lot of, for me too, in making big manifestations happen, a lot of it is just realizing that there's the unknown, right? When I was leaving my day job, I, think I had a hunch that it was the right decision, but it still felt like a gamble. And here's the thing, everything in our life and business, it's a light gamble. It is, it's a risk. Everything we do is a risk and that's okay. And I think it's having that self-trust to know, am I taking a calculated risk? You guys know, I talked about, you know, I was 80% sure that it was the right decision and that was enough. I felt that way with every big decision in my life, with this house, with my divorce, with my job. But every time I get to 80%, when I execute, it's always better. Than I thought, right? It's always better. And so, giving yourself that permission to take the risk, to be a little vulnerable, to like have that element of like, but that to me, that's living. Like, that's where we live. And for me, I find like if we're not stretching and growing in our passions, in our careers, then what happens is we start to get antsy as productive women and we start to sabotage. We start to make up problems in our relationships, in our business, right? We start to, um, you know, you'll have you ever noticed that before? Where, like, in some ways, like you start when you're not growing and stretching yourself, you get a little bored and you start to sabotage things. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> because we're productive women, and so we might as well put that energy into like expanding, even though it's scary. Like, life is hard, and life has ups and downs and negative emotions and challenges. So, might as well be growing, or even like think about people, right? That don't take risks that have a mundane life right they're still facing challenges right it's just that they're not growing and so when we just accept that until we die our life is going to be filled with positive and with negative right with Um, breakthrough and with challenges, right? That's just a part. Sometimes I ask God, like, why did you put us here on this earth? And why is, you know, over the last five years, me and my girlfriends have experienced a lot of hardship when it comes to personal things, when it comes to, um, you know, professional things. But I think here's the thing, like on earth, we're going to have challenges, whether it's in our own world, whether it's in the bigger world, like the recession, right? It's normal that life is going to have challenges. So might as well, accomplish our goals on the way, right? Um, Okay, so that's my biggest advice is just really, and I wanna ask you if you're watching this today, I really believe it's for a reason. I feel like nothing, I believe nothing happens on accident. I feel like everything happens in divine timing. And I want you to ask yourself, what's the thing I need to recommit to in my life? What's that dream or desire that God placed on my heart? Deep down, intuitively, there was this thing that I wanted, that I desired. Maybe I even doubted like, Do I deserve to want this? Can I really accomplish that? If with that, you know, for me, a lot of times when I have a desire on my heart, I'm like, is this going to cost me being a good mama? And the big, one of the biggest values I have is being a great mama to my kids. You know what I mean? But what's that desire that was put implanted on your heart that's in that soil deep down that maybe you've lost hope for, maybe you've lost faith for, maybe you've been doubting. Is this something that's really destined to happen for me? You know, I want to believe it, but some days I honestly don't. Sometimes fear takes over. Sometimes doubt takes over. What I want to say to you is it is possible. It is yours. Recommit today. Can today be the day you recommit? And almost all of my manifestations that have taken longer for me to make happen it's happened right after I recommitted again, which gives the impression that it happened really quickly. But most people don't know that it's because I just recommitted to it. Like with this house, right? This dream house, I'm basically manifesting in two weeks. Right. And people are like, Oh my God, that happened so fast. No, it didn't. Two years ago, I put it on my vision board. Right. And I allowed myself for two years to do work on it and then step back and surrender and like give it some time, recommit, right? And so what you're seeing is just this window of me recommitting again, you know, and saying, I want it, I want it, I believe it's mine. I And it's vulnerable, it's so vulnerable to want things because if we want something and then we don't get it, right? Then we tell ourselves that story, like there's something wrong with me, right? But I just want to say to you, it may be time for you to recommit again, recommit again. And I don't know about you, but my faith is a really big part of my life. And so for me, a lot of it too, is telling God, like, okay, God, I'm not going to give up on this dream, but I need you to not give up on this dream too, right? I'm going to take my action. I'm going to do my part. I'm going to show up. I'm going to do my work, but you know what? You've got half of it because there's a lot of things outside of our control. Any big dream, or desire. And that's another thing I think that holds women back from, you know, these big dreams and desires is we only control half of it. Half of it is things that like, for example, like buying a house I can't control what other people are offering. I can't control people say, yes, when you're fully booking with coaching clients, you cannot control literally the algorithm. Like maybe you do some epic reels and then no one sees them, right? Maybe you like pitch to clients, but it's just not the right time for them and they're too busy, right? There's so much outside of our control. And I think that could be seen as a negative thing. But for me, I see it as a positive thing. When I started embracing surrender more, for me, I was like, I did my half, I did my social posts, I put in my offer on the house, That's all I can do. That's all I can do. You know what I mean? And then just really trusting, like if it's meant to be, it's going to happen. And um, another thing you guys know, I've talked about this before, but with bigger manifestations is getting locked in on the thing, but holding the details lightly. So for me, I was locked in on God is going to give me and my two babies a house. I provide a hundred percent for myself financially. I'm not getting any additional financial support right now. And so for me, I was like, God, you know, my situation. and I know you planted on my heart, the desire to have a home for me and my babies. And so I don't know what that home is going to be. And that's, we get kind of attached to like, Ooh, but that's the house. That's the house. Right. And I even put an offer on a house last year. And I was like, God, I think that's the house. God was like, no, that's not the house. Right. And maybe you're even doing that as you're reaching out to clients, like, Ooh, I love this girl. She would be a perfect client. I know that she needs my help. I know I can help her. Right. But it's remember staying locked in on being a full book coach. So like, if you need to sign three more coaching clients, locking in on, I'm signing three more coaching clients, right? But releasing who they are. Maybe you reach out to 10 people because you don't know which are going to be the three, right? For me, it was putting offers on multiple houses and really releasing. I don't know which house is going to be the house. Does that make sense? Um. Anyway, that was a tangent. Um. So two things, surrendering two things, the specifics, and also the timeline and that one is the bitch it really is right because we want things to happen yesterday but really surrendering and knowing that god knows best god has our back and getting you know attached to i think we need to get more committed to the thing happening and being ours you know, I'm a fully booked coach. I'm a fully booked coach, but really releasing, okay, I can't control who I'm gonna be fully booked with. I can't control when I'm gonna fully book. but all I know is I'm gonna show up till it's mine. I'm gonna show up till it's mine, right? Same thing for me in the house, right? I know that a house is mine. I don't know which house it's gonna be. I don't know when the house is gonna be mine, but it is mine, it is mine, it is mine. And recommitting, and again, that recommitment is where I found the breakthrough to happen so quickly and you don't know if it's gonna be the third time that you need to recommit or the first time or the fifth time, but does it really matter? No, it doesn't. So what I wanna call you to today is what's the thing that you've almost given up hope and faith on that you need to recommit to today, okay? Let me know so I can stand in faith with you on it. One of my mentors in college told me this powerful truth. Her name was Becky Weber. And she told me there was this thing that I was really wanting in college and I was really discouraged. And she was like, Anna, I want you to borrow my faith. She was a woman of faith. And she was like, Anna, I believe this to be true for you. I believe this thing that you're wanting is going to happen. So even if you don't have the faith and belief right now, I believe it for you. So will you borrow my faith? And I love that she prayed that over me. And so what I want to say to you, whatever it is that you're wanting in your life, Right? Whatever it is that goal that you've lost hope and faith for, what I wanna say is, can you trust me to have that faith for you? Right? Can you borrow my belief? Can you borrow my faith? Can you borrow my trust? And I just wanna say, it is not forgotten. God has not forgotten you. God has not forgotten your dream. God has not forgotten that desire. That was not a mistake that that desire and dream was placed on your heart. It's just a matter of time. It's just a matter of time. It's just a matter of time, right? again, you guys know, for me, I've been like going through this journey of like really struggling with a lot of hair loss. Right. And I've been taking supplements and doing a lot of things, but a lot of times it like we take supplements for one day and we're like, why aren't we seeing a change? Right. Most changes in our life, especially the big dreams and desires, they take 90 days, 60 days, I'm sorry, 90 days. 100 days, two years, five years. And those are the things that make the biggest difference. Those dreams that we're willing to hang in there for, for one year, two years, three years, five years. And I think especially as we get busy with life and business or we're in the day-to-day, we forget to dream and desire and paint those bigger dreams, those bigger desires. Okay. I got to go. So grateful for you ladies. And just know that I think of you and pray for you so often. You're amazing. I'm so grateful for you. So grateful. Have a good Tuesday. Okay. Okay. Bye my loves.